0: Chapter 19 of Being a Boy by Charles Dudley Warner. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Mark Penfold. Chapter 19 A Contrast to the New England Boy. One evening at Vespers in Genoa, attracted by a burst of music from the swinging curtain at the doorway, I entered a little church much frequented by the common people an unexpected and exceedingly pretty sight rewarded me it was all souls day in italy almost every day is set apart for some festival or belongs to some saint or another and i suppose that when leap year brings around the extra day there is a saint ready to claim the twenty-ninth of february whatever the day was to the elders the evening was devoted to the children the first thing i noticed was that the quaint old church was lighted up with innumerable wax tapers an uncommon sight for the darkness of a catholic church in the evening is usually relieved only by a candle here and there and by a blazing pyramid of them on the high altar the use of gas is held to be a vulgar thing all over europe and especially unfit for a church or an aristocratic palace then i saw that each taper belonged to a little boy or girl and the groups of children were scattered all about the church There was a group by every side altar and chapel, all the benches were occupied by knots of them, and there were so many circles of them seated on the pavement that I could with difficulty make my way among them. There were hundreds of children in the church, all dressed in their holiday apparel, and all intent upon the illumination which seemed to be a private affair to each one of them and not much effect had their tapers upon the darkness of the vast vaults above them the tapers were little spiral coils of wax which the children unrolled as fast as they burned and when they were tired of holding them they rested them on the ground and watched the burning i stood some time by a group of a dozen seated in a corner of the church they had massed all the tapers in the centre and formed a ring about the spectacle sitting with their legs straight out before them and their toes turned up the light shone full in their happy faces and made the group enveloped otherwise in darkness like one of correggio's pictures of children or angels correggio was a famous italian artist of the sixteenth century who painted cherubs like children who were just going to heaven and children like cherubs who had just come out of it but then he had the italian children for models and they get the knack of being lovely very young an italian child finds it as easy to be pretty as an american child to be good one could not but be struck with the patience these little people exhibited in their occupation and the enjoyment they got out of it there was no noise all conversed in subdued whispers and behaved in the most gentle manner to each other especially to the smallest and there were many of them so small that they could only toddle about by the most judicious exercise of their equilibrium I do not say this by way of reproof to any other kind of children these little groups as i have said were scattered all about the church and they made with their tapers little spots of light which looked in the distance very much like Correggio's picture which is at dresden the holy family at night and the light from the divine child blazing in the faces of all the attendants some of the children were infants in the nurses arms but no one was too small to have a taper and to run the risk of burning its fingers there is nothing that a baby likes more than a lighted candle and the church has understood this longing in human nature and found means to gratify it by this festival of tapers the groups do not all remain long in place you may imagine there is a good deal of shifting about and i see little stragglers wandering over the church like fairies lighted by fireflies occasionally they form a little procession and march from one altar to another their lights twinkling as they go "'but all this time there is music pouring out of the organ loft at the end of the church "'and flooding all its spaces with its volume. "'In front of the organ is a choir of boys, "'led by a round-faced and jolly monk who rolls about as he sings "'and lets the deep bass noise rumble about a long time in his stomach "'before he pours it out of his mouth. "'I can see the faces of all of them quite well, "'for each singer has a candle to light his music-book. "'And next to the monk stands the boy.' the handsomest boy in the whole world probably at this moment i can see now his great liquid dark eyes and his exquisite face and the way he tossed back his long waving hair when he struck into his part he resembled the portraits of raphael when that artist was a boy only i think he looked better than raphael and without trying for he seemed to be a spontaneous sort of boy and how that boy did sing he was the soprano of the choir and he had a voice of heavenly sweetness when he opened his mouth and tossed back his head he filled the church with exquisite melody he sang like a lark or like an angel as we never heard an angel sing that comparison is not worth much i have seen pictures of angels singing there is one by jan and hubert van eyck in the gallery at berlin and they open their mouths like this boy but i can't say as much for their singing the lark which you very likely never heard either for larks are as scarce in america as angels is a bird that springs up from the meadow and begins to sing as he rises in a spiral flight and the higher he mounts the sweeter he sings until you think the notes are dropping out of heaven itself and you hear him when he is gone from sight and you think you hear him long after all sound has ceased and yet this boy sang better than a lark because he had more notes and a greater compass and more volume although he shook out his voice in the same gleesome abundance i am sorry that i cannot add that this ravishingly beautiful boy was a good boy he was probably one of the most mischievous boys that was ever in an organ-loft all the time that he was singing the vespers he was skylarking like an imp while he was pouring out the most divine melody he would take the opportunity of kicking the shins of the boy next to him and while he was waiting for his part he would kick out behind at any one who was incautious enough to approach him there never was such a vicious boy he kept the whole loft in a ferment when the monk rumbled his bass in his stomach the boy cut up monkey shines that set every other boy into a laugh or he stirred up a row that set them all at fisticuffs and yet this boy was a great favorite the jolly monk loved him best of all and bore with his wildest pranks when he was wanted to sing his part and was skylarking in the rear the fat monk took him by the ear and brought him forward and when he gave the boy's ear a twist the boy opened his lovely mouth and poured forth such a flood of melody as you never heard and he didn't mind his notes he seemed to know his notes by heart and could sing and look off like a nightingale on a bough he knew his power that boy and he stepped forward to his stand when he pleased certain that he would be forgiven as soon as he began to sing and such spirit and life as he threw into the performance rollicking through the vespers with a perfect abandon of carriage as if he could sing himself out of his skin if he liked while the little angels down below were pattering about with their wax tapers keeping the holy fire burning suddenly the organ stopped the monk shut his book with a bang the boys blew out the candles and i heard them all tumbling downstairs in a gale of noise and laughter The beautiful boy I saw no more. About him plays the light of tender memory, but were he twice as lovely, I could never think of him as having either the simple manliness or the good fortune of the New England boy. The end of chapter nineteen and the end of being a boy by Charles Dudley Warner. Recording by Mark Penfold completed September 21st 2010 Lincoln Nebraska